<laughs> Don't laugh at me. I'm you, laughing you know with you, you. Thank God. But personally, I would have sent it back with a real rude note. I would have said, sorry this took so long. I was in the middle of burying my wife. Enough said. Cliff and Kendall, Cliff and Kendall, Cliff and Kendall, you have been infected by the spirit of one of those carnival barkers over there saying, hurry, 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 guess you wait, guess you wait, peep show, peep show, whatever, all of the things that they're screaming about over there, or barking about, rather. Well, not, we won't talk about my weight, but let me guess your weight. Not, you better That's not be barker. guessing my weight on the air, but get ready to bleep. Whatever it is. Not that we're shaming, <laughs> just being truthful. We're just, just, being, just being honest. Brutal honesty also goes along with that. We're keeping it honest. Keep it honest, keep it real. Keep it Cliff and Kendall, everybody. But did you say that we're at the carnival? I don't know. I just I implied I know it. you're talking about Barkers, but, but uh, yeah, well, let's not imply it. Let's tell the listeners a we are at sure. the carnival. They have come through town, and you know, you know, Cliff and I. I mean, I know we've had to talk about it a lot on this show. How much we love the carnival, just the smell in the air, the like you said, the yelling of the barkers along the midway. It is just, it's a great, wonderful, beautiful, magical experience. And so we wanted to set our booth up and do a show right here, just like it. Let's put on a show. They have pig races. Why not big? Podcasters right here in the middle of the square or the midway. And you're just likening our joy to their joy. It's a joyous event. So Charles the contractor, you know, he just hauled the booth and it's pieces over here. Just put them up real quick. I've fastened it all together as he always does. And record time because he wanted to get over there and play that shoot the duck game. Oh, well, and he was in good company. All the carnies that were setting up the rods like he's like this is just like what i do setting up the booth so fast uh, exactly he, just, he had this kin he had this kinship with them and so they all were like playing the carnival games together and they're all hanging out together having a good time yeah so. well because they're trading tips and hacks on booth maintenance and setup yeah, time and setup speed yeah. yeah yeah it's you know he's these are his folks like you know show folk are our folk these are his folk booth uh, erectors. Both erectors, union. Um, so, I, just real quick, these are my favorite things from the carnival right. when I was growing up. First of all, like you said, the little, like, Barker things where it would be like, the headless woman, you know, and it's like, very clearly, it's, it's a magic effect. So, of course, I loved it. And I was just so intrigued. I was like, how do they do that? What it, What's the mechanism? Because her arms are moving. You know, it was all like the snake man. He has the head of a man, but the body of a snake. It was just weird shit. And it fascinated me. I loved that. 
and I loved the like mazes and the things you had to like walk through like it was in Greece where you had to like go through the spinning tunnel and the the little shake things and the haunted houses those were just so much fun when I was a kid oh well now did you ever get on the one that Mrs. Putter Butter Butter Churn and Mr. Snodbottom they just got in line for the tunnel of, uh, tunnel of love <laughs> excuse me it, it's so uh, they never had a tunnel of love when I was growing up oh probably Kendall you and I lived you know in such puritanical times but here in Busheltown <laughs> you know love rules fool so of course they have a tunnel of love and they got those big swan boats that oh, they're getting in one right now. I can see over there. Oh, look at them. Because we were positioned near the Tunnel of Love. And, of course, beyond that, they have the Ferris wheel and that Cyclotron and, you know, a lot of... I'm not getting on uh, that. The Jumbler thing where, where they... Uh, nope, different cards. Not on that I think I would just barf. I think I would barf. Yeah. That, well, there's there's a lot of things on the list of things that I won't be getting on, but there's a few things that are wonderful. Well, I'll get on the Tunnel of Love because it's basically just a slow-moving boat. Yeah, that's well, that's my, I'm going to stick with my lifestyle, slow-moving. Right, so, you know, you and I can get on that later, and you can phone Susan while we're on there and see how the baby is. So they're in Abu Dhabi. Oh, I can FaceTime her. And so, I love it. I love it. You know, I'd loved when Susan she sent us that selfie that she took uh, in you know that her business meeting. Just she had that baby papoose just right over her chest, and you know the baby was just sleeping it's, the whole time. It's designer. It's, I could tell. I could. I know what a Gucci logo looks like. <laughs> but anyway, Kendall, I don't think I can even ride the swings anymore. I, without no. barfing, it's just all over. I like to stay stick with my feet on the ground. I, you know, just a sneeze sometimes will set my equilibrium off. Ooh, I, don't you hate it when you it just it's like uh, there's something wrong in your brain and it's made your body feel well, you know weird. Why? Because there's something wrong in your in brain. Your brain, Kendall. Speaking of brains, all year is the time for brains. If I only had a brain. <laughs> Oh, why? Kendall, but not. Could tell you Don't why. try to sidetrack me into singing <laughs> The Wizard of Oz complete soundtrack because you know I'll do it. If ever I need to filibuster on the Senate floor, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to sing the entire Wizard of Oz. <laughs> and then if I need to, I'll just start over. Just start right back over. You think I won't do it? I'll do it. But that's not what I'm doing today, Kendall. I'm trying to introduce a countdown. It's a full-length, full-fledged, spring, not even really spring-related, because these are not like spring flowers and, uh, you know, whatever whatever other things happen in the spring, mating animals. These are things that, you know have the word spring in them. Am I describing this correctly? Uh, word for word here, what's on the paper. Oh, good. So you did a good job. I was glad we both got the same email from the writers about this countdown. Well, you know, they're very specific. They have like to be very specific because they know how confused I get. Well, you know, it's a confusing age that we're going through. 40, 41. <laughs> You're going to say... I thought you were going to say, well, it's a confusing show, Kendall. 
Both. Oh, things, it can be both. All things considered, it's, uh, you know, it's uh, we like to we like to question things and really make you think sometimes. But not today, Kendra. We're not going to be thinking today. We're going to be just enjoying. <laughs> just doing a countdown. A spring countdown. So why don't you put a little spring in your thumb there and flip that space coin. All right. Call it. I'm putting a little polish on it. Uh, don't polish it. It'll be too hard to catch when you try to go to catch it. I'm going to say... Tales for tales as old as time. Tales it is, Cliff. Oh, 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 Kendall number 10 on the spring countdown. This, oh, now this is something that has spring written all over it. (laughs) Well, it better. (laughs) It is batter dipped and fried and it is rolled up and there's some sort of you had me at batter dipped and fried (laughs) vegetable thing inside but it's indistinguishable because all you really taste is that batter dip that's been deep fried and I'm talking deep fried and Kendall, it's uh, when the when this roll is called up yonder, I'll be there. <laughs> it's the spring roll. Oh, what a roll! What a roll! We're on a roll, Kendall, and that we are is a spring roll number ten. Do you love a spring roll from your <sighs> local restaurant? Ha 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 Love a good spring roll. Now, and I'm very particular about the sauce that you dip the spring roll in because... Oh, what do you like? Well, I love that, like, sweet and sour sauce. You know, I don't know. It just has, like, a a sweetness to it. And a sour note as well. (laughs) With a note of sour? It says it right there in the title, Cliff. I I don't know why you want me to explain everything. But it it has a great taste to it. Uh And... And I just, I love it. And and it makes me so sad when I order spring rolls and they either don't send anything to dip it in. Oh. Or they, or some real bad sauce. I'm like, I know that people might love this, but it's not what I want. It just makes me sad. I'm not like angry at anybody, but it just makes me sad. I'm glad you worked through the anger portion. Of- Dr. Blathers has really been working with me on that. <laughs> For years. And finally a years. breakthrough. I like the duck sauce. That's the kind of sauce that I prefer, and that's what oh, they no. usually come. I don't want any duck in my sauce. Yeah, I like that it's got notes of the duck, and then there's also some sauce to it as well. <laughs> I the prefer body. the sweetness with the hint of sour. With the hint of sour. Well, Kendall, we've all got problems. And <laughs> yeah, we do. Our new problem is, what's number nine? <gasps> oh, what a, what a number. Uh, 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 uh. Um, the thing that... It's so hard. You know, we've had these mini countdowns for so long. That it, oh, that smells that smells good. And this is a maxi countdown. I know, and it's so hard to think, oh my god, I have to put these in order from ten to, to zero or That's from right. ten to one. Ten to zero. It's it's tough. It's tough because there's so many great things. But for number nine, I'm gonna go with something that we've talked about it. We've done shows about it, Cliff. That's how important it is. It's that time of year. And I know that our countdown is not specifically 
connected to the season of spring. This just happens to fall at that time. Cliff, oh. it's spring cleaning. <laughs> you know, you know, you know it's my favorite. I was doing it today. I was cleaning the house. I was mopping. I was sweeping. I was dusting. I was getting into all the nooks. Ooh, all the nooks and crannies. It just it gets me going when I'm cleaning. Oh, see, I was looking Ooh, at a shelf. Already. I was looking at a shelf earlier, and I was like, when did it snow on this shelf? I was like, oh, no, that's just layers of dust that have been there. It looks like a haunted house in various corners, the crannies and nooks. Well, I do love that. You know, the Haunted Mansion, they know the cobwebs to not dust so that it stays true. Right. But That's what I'm looking for is a true <laughs> ringing Haunted Mansion type feel. And I've achieved it. Uh, and I love that too. But you know how OCD I am. And just I sh- just talking about how excited I just got talking about spring cleaning. I should have saved it for higher in the countdown, but no, it's over now. It's over now. Had it come in any further, I would have had to <laughs> just reach over there to the bag of vetoes. But it's under the table, and I don't. I'm trying to avoid it, Kendo. I'm trying in the spirit of carnival fun times and spring that just not the season necessarily but just the feeling of, you know I'm trying to keep it positive and beautiful and you know how I do it do it do it <laughs> oh boy oh, we've just gotten off oh, wonderful I feel like a young girl again love <laughs> Oh, yes. How did you like that tunnel of love ride, Sugar Oh, oh my goodness, dear. We, we shouldn't be talking about what happened to the tunnel of love when they're on the air. But it's so we, we romantic. had a lovely time. It was a very calm, you know, very calm ride. It really slowed your heart rate. It's just a nice meditative ride, if, if you ask me. <laughs> All right. Whatever you say, Sugarlump. <laughs> oh, well, they're having a good time. Well, they are, and they've come into the booth, and they've probably are... Now, I brought my own wand over here for them to spin some cotton candy on there, because I'm assuming that they're giving a discount if you bring your own cotton candy wand. So, could you guys go over there and, you know, I would like, I don't know what the sizes are, but whatever is the size above, you know, that basketball size. If it looks like a regulation NBA basketball, go bigger is what I'm saying. I'll just tell them to keep spinning. <laughs> just keep spinning. Keep spinning. Uh, I, there's no limit on how much they can put on that. I've seen I've seen big, huge things of cotton candy. You uh, know, that's being what I, I would like a big, huge thing of it. Kendall, now do you need any uh, refreshments, Kendall, while they're going to the refreshment um, stands? I'll take one of those uh, deep fried Oreos. <laughs> if you're If you're going. <laughs> it is on the way, dear. It is. Although you really should be thinking about your cholesterol, Candleboy. I don't know if a deep-fried Oreo is right for you. Maybe some deep-fried broccoli sugar lump. <laughs> Mr. Sidebottom, everybody knows that when you come to the carnival, even though they don't put the signage up anymore... You forget about it's like when you enter Disneyland, you forget about today and you enter the world of fantasy. You forget about your cholesterol at the door and you enter a world of happiness. 
That's the carnival. Guys, y'all, you gotta stop fighting. Kendall, you're berating Mr. Snodbottom, and he's had an enormous bowel attack overall on your side of the booth. <laughs> I wasn't berating, I was simply explaining. <laughs> well, they are both, now they're out there getting some paper towels at the paper towel booth. Oh. Uh, clean it up. Clean it up. Uh, you're going to have to clean it. We're going to have to get Charles to hose that out later, I think. <laughs> Why? It, it smells in here already. Why would we hose uh, anything out new? Let me spray some more pumpkin spice. Oh, it's, start, it's starting to get overwhelming. With That's when you spice. know you're almost there. <laughs> <laughs> when, you, when it it's, hits overwhelming, you're there. You need two more good squirts right <laughs> after that. Kendall, that was number nine a long time ago. And now, right? Are we? Am I right yes. about that? You're, you are correct. And now we have come to number eight. Oh, cleaning. It was, yeah. All right. Number eight. <laughs> cleaning. Kendall. Just clean. Spring cleaning. Uh, <laughs> oh. Kendall, this is something that, uh, I, man, I just... I really enjoy it. You know, it's one of those things I think is great that has spring uh, related on there. And it's from a while ago, but it still rings true. And it, you know, people know that they can take it from me. If I say this rocks, then it rocks. And this rocks. I'm talking uh, Bruce Springsteen's Born to Run, Kendall. to run what else is can we say i used to think i was born to run you did used to think that you were wrong of course i didn't want to say anything i knew i knew that you were <laughs> i ran for a long time and then then one day i was like it hurts to run right it does running is it's quite it just is unpleasant all around i think yeah so technically we weren't born to run but we love the song. No, well, I was in the in the metaphorical sense. In the metaphor, yeah. I was very much born to run. <laughs> born to run, Bruce Springsteen, Kendall. What a great number eight! It's wow! It's uh, hey. whoa! It's everything that. Listeners have ever wanted from a show. I agree. He's right up there with Billy Joel. Uh, oh, and neither of them do that on stage. <laughs> I bet that they have. And that's what keeps us point. from Madison Square Garden level. Oh, uh, Kendall, we don't need that kind of. We don't need it. I'm not saying we do. I'm I, saying that's just. <laughs> I'm no. explaining. That's what separates us from them. You know. You know. You're welcome. And the years of piano playing uh, and musical experience, but. Other than that, 
Oh, okay. Same category. Say everything. You know, everything is beautiful in its own way. Oh. <laughs> Number. Seven. seven. That's what we're all waiting for. Kendo people for minutes have been saying. But what about number seven? Have they forgotten? Well, <gasps> it's time. It's time. Number seven, Cliff. This is a place that I love to go. I don't know if you've been to this place yet or not. <clears throat> if you haven't, one day we will go. But it's a place that was not only just dreamt up by somebody, but was created in real life. And you could just walk into it. It's a fictional place that now exists in real time, and that's Radiator Springs at Disneyland. Have you been there since they opened that? But I kind of think so. The cars thing. Yeah, with the ra- with the racers. Yeah. Okay, and wasn't it like just amazing when you walk down the street and you feel like you're immersed in Radiator Springs? It's such a great place. You know I'm such a Disney fan. Well, you're such a fan. But, well, now that I'm thinking of it, (laughs) that maybe it was about to open or something. But I I know the concept. Now, I'm sure that it is really cool. But I was... It's... Yeah. I'm sure it's it's very cool. Past cool. Oh, oh. It's when you when you walk in or walk down the street, you are transported to cars like like in you know out on Route sixty six, and you see the the mountains are shaped like the car fenders, and you see the cars racing around the track, and and you see like Luigi's tires and and Flo's gas station, and it truly is like you are there. It is amazing. It's so immersive. Now I'm maybe possibly just because of that beautiful picture you painted. But I, I painted now it. I'm I thinking that maybe we did ride that <laughs> when I was there with you the last time. Um, it's <laughs> isn't it funny how we don't really know what we even think that we know <laughs> because I could I could go yeah. either way at this point. Part of me thinks that we did ride. <laughs> I could back it up. I could justify it either way. Do you ride I, could, I remember us waiting yeah. in a long line to get on it, but then I don't, too. All the line waiting in my life has melded into one memory. Well, and I know those lines intimately because I went so often, so I knew. But in the, the ride, do you ride in one of the cars? Yes. Not that that's a big leap. To make if I didn't know that, but I see I'm. You figure it I out. I think that we um, did. We must have. My new thing is I think we must. And have. you drive through and you you see them like cow tipping with the tractors and there's an animatronic mater, and the the you get on you go to the the town square and you go and they're like put race car paint on the cars. Let's paint the cars and do the tires. And then you go out on the racetrack. Right. Well, I think the only thing that listeners are screaming is that cars, the movies, they're not so great. But the ride is a very neatly done thing to see on its own, even if there were no movies because of the care that the Imagineers put into it. You know... Cliff, if they made a Cliff and Kendall land somewhere or a park based on us, I'm sure there'd be plenty of people that are like, I don't care for the show. (laughs) But I love this place. I'm just saying, I'm I'm just saying, I'm I'm giving credit. (laughs) I'm giving extreme credit, I might even say, to the ride itself, saying the ride is worth seeing, even if you're one of the people who 
or maybe thinking, oh, but I don't, I don't even care for the cars. Oh, you know? Cliff, we're saying the same thing. We're saying the exact we're same thing. We're saying the same thing. The only reason I, the only reason I ever watched the movie more than once was because I was like, I'm going to go to Cars Land, and I don't remember anything, and I need to watch it so I know what I'm walking into. Oh. And I watched it again, and I was like, oh, well, the movie wasn't all that great. Not that great. But the land is amazing. It will blow your mind. And they were like, they were going to do a Cars area anyway, and Pixar car just happened to be coming out, and they were like, well, just tie it in. Just tie it right in. Just tie it in. That's what makes them smart. Yeah. I mean, it is. What a smart thing. Anyway, Kendall, I think it's time for another smart thing. It's this smart thing that you and I are basically known for throughout the podcasting community. Belches. No, Kendall, I'm trying to cut those out so that we can reach Madison Square Garden one day. I think (laughs) that we are known... Well, I'm known for my perfect pitch, but then together, collectively, we're known for helping people. Oh, of course. You've got questions. We've, We've got, got answers. answers. Dear Cliff and Kendall. Dear Cliff and Kendall. But, all right, I've oh. got one right here. Help us, help them out, Cliff. Let's help them out. Oh, it's such a small letter. And here it goes. Dear... Cliff and Kendall, I've carried this resentment for two years and would like oh, to no. add, man, that's a long time listener. Uh, and also, I'm a long time listener. Oh, well, and I've, I would also like to ask you if I'm right or wrong to feel hurt and angry. Cliff and Kendall, on Thanksgiving 2020, so this, oh, this letter, I guess, took a long time getting here. Was our 53rd. The mail system has been backed up. It's and in Busheltown, you know, they do it on the donkey back. And sometimes they just send the donkey and they don't always get delivered in a timely manner. So back to the letter, which was our 53rd anniversary. My wife and I invited our children and grandchildren and a few close friends to our home for dinner. Uh. Oh, okay. <laughs> God, Kendall, you're <laughs> keeping us away from filling those seats. It's for our own good. And we also received many nice gifts from all. Cliff and Kendall, the following. Oh, no. And you're just oh. belching cavalierly <laughs> through this letter, and it's about to turn tragic. Cliff and Kendall, the following day. My wife passed away. It was completely unexpected. But thank goodness all my family was here. One couple, whom my wife and I had known for many years, immediately... (laughs) Oh, my God! Talk about insult to injury. Listen, listen, I'm forming my own opinion about how this listener should proceed. All right. So, one couple... I'm sorry it caught me off guard. And, well, you're you're weeping, and we all. I are. apologize to the listeners. I'm weeping. We're all weeping at this point, Kendall. It's not a shame. Do not apologize for your feelings coming out in that wet, wet way. One couple, whom my wife and I had known for many years, immediately asked me to return their gift. I can only imagine th- this poor man. They're wheeling the wife out on the gurney, putting her in the. Ambulance, the lights are not going on. 
because she's already gone. And this woman and her husband come and say, can we have our gift back? And why? That was just my own. I can just see it happening that way. I was shocked, (laughs) Kendall and Cliff, but of course I complied in my grief. My children were angry at me for giving in to their request. Was I wrong to return their gift? Please don't identify me as the couple lives nearby. And that, oh, sign grieving in Greater Busheltown. And Kendall, I know what I'm thinking, but what are you thinking about this poor gentleman? Resentment? Return the gift? What do you think? Well, I don't think they're wrong for anything they did because that, that was ultimately what they wanted to do. But personally... I would have sent it back with a real rude note. I would have said, sorry this took so long. I was in the middle of burying my wife. Like, I, And that would have been real passive aggressive, but that's who I am and that's what I would have done. But I know what you would say, Cliff. You'd say, fuck them, don't send it back. Probably that. Now, it depends on what it was. If it was a gravy boat, then maybe, you know, you rub fecal matter all over it and send it back like that or if it was you know a letter opener maybe you rub fecal matter all over it and send it back like that if it was you know a, just don't forget the fecal matter uh, yeah yeah maybe a gift card to outback steakhouse maybe rub fecal matter all over it and then just send it back so but then it depends on what it was also because it might be something you want to keep. And you, then you say, well, I did send it back. It got lost in the goddamn mail. Blaming Busheltown Post Office again. Blame, you know, at this point, there's just a scapegoat for everything. <laughs> also, because one of the, you know, big mailman, the mailman of the month was a goat last month. Well, he deserved it. He did. Um, <laughs> I voted so for him. I did, too. I said he deserved it. Here's, um, this one is in a manila envelope, which, funny story, my mother-in-law, the other day, we found out that she thought it was vanilla envelope <laughs> this entire time, and she, we were like, why, why would you think it's vanilla? And she was like, well, you know, it's like the color of, like, vanilla ice cream. Like, no. 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 It's she actually did. the color of husks from manila. <laughs> is that where they got it? Manila husks, yeah, it, it, like... Turns it that color. Well, that used to be why. Now it's just dyed that color because that people know it as people that. People is sort of a it's sort of a beige, right? Light yeah, brown. Yeah. yeah, light brown. Uh, but anyway, this has some pictures in it of some dead plants. Oh no! Uh, and and the letter. So here we go. Those <clears> look <throat> like crime scene photos. Dear Cliff and Kendall, I'm a longtime listener, but first time writer. I've listened to your show for years, but never written in because I didn't really have anything that I needed advice on. I finally decided maybe not all problems are huge problems. Maybe Cliff and Kendall need to give advice to some of the small things every once in a while. (gasps) So I'm writing to ask about my lack of a green thumb. I have for years bought plants and tried to take care of them in my home, only to have them die over and over and over again. What should I do about that? It may not be a life-threatening situation, but I do struggle with it all the time. Any help would be appreciated. Signed, Little Problem in Busheltown. Oh, and this, well, these are photos of the dead plants, I guess. I, I don't need to see them. Uh, I do prefer to deal with life and death situations, but I will stoop. 
to this green thumb person because all she needs to do, he or she or they, I didn't catch what they what did they sign their name as. Didn't specify. Didn't unspecified. Unclear. Well, listener, I would say all you got to do is look up on YouTube, Mrs. Green Thumbs on Regis and Kathy Lee. There used to be a woman who came and gave plant tips and her name, believe it or not, was Mrs. Green Thumbs, and it was always a delight. What a coincidence. When she was on there. So I'm sure some good soul out there is doing the Lord's work and uploading Regis and Kathy Lee clips onto YouTube. So Mrs. Green Thumbs, she's still relevant today, just as much as she was back then. It just doesn't just blow your mind. The universe knew that she would go into to plants. <laughs> I mean. All right, Cliff. Um, it's beautiful. Uh, what number were we on? Uh, I've we're number seven. So it's time for yes. you, number six. Oh, heavens. Number six. All right. Kendall, Don't I, take a sit. It's time for number six. All right. This is another thing that will, it does rock also in its own way. And it just, once you hear it, you can't unhear it. And your brain will never forget it. And it, for me, is one of those tunes that is always jostling to just come from my deep memory into the current thinking part of the brain and where I just think it and hear it all the time. And it goes like... And it's just one of the funniest songs written, I believe, I'm sure, by the great Mel Brooks from his producer's oh, yeah. movie. People people know him as a, as a great and talented and hilarious director, but he is a master at songwriting as well. He is. He's, you know, like me, he's many facets to his talent. Yeah, and he's always putting on the... Uh, I do have to say, I don't know what else I was even going to say <laughs> because of whatever that was. Putting on the red. Oh, you're Young quoting, Frankenstein. You're quoting <laughs> that movie. Oh, okay. I thought it was obvious with my <laughs> perfect impression. Oh, my. See, that kid over there got it. He was looking and laughing. He's got it. Well, I've got to say this, and then I, oh, because she's got my cotton candy They're over there Ooh. waiting for me. But it's never a wrong time, and it's a great time right now, of course, to make fun of Nazis. So, please, everybody in a big round sing Springtime for Hitler and just make fun of those stupid, stupid Nazis. Springtime for Hitler and Germany. Germany. All right, we'll be right back. After this. 
touch that dial. There's more sass on the way. Stay tuned for more Cliff and Kendall Coast to Coast. Say, by the way, Doctor, is mystery your sole pleasure? Young man, what could be more pleasant than mystery? Well, music, for instance. That music, why, of course. Have you ever heard my clanking of chains? Uh, Doctor, I'm afraid you've got me wrong. I mean the kind of music men hum or whistle when they feel on top of the world. And gentlemen, one of the many things that give you that tip-top feeling is the pleasure of being well-dressed. Perfect taste is a criterion, and in hats, there's nothing smarter than an atom. From stem to stern, your atom hat gives off that look of quality. You see quality in the carefully molded shape, and in the richness of the genuine all-fur felt, and in the subtle color shade. Next time you pass an Adam hat store or authorized dealer, stop in and try on an Adam. Once you see and wear an Adam hat, you'll agree that today, as before, Adam is one of America's outstanding hat values. And now, welcome back to Cliff and Kendall Coast to Coast. Sir, 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 sir. Webs, J. Webs, J. Webs, Webs, Webs. Candy corn so quickly it was the size of uh, I don't even know like a washing machine it was so much. Ugh. Oh, I should have wolfed down another one of those funnel cakes because I wolfed down a whole one during the break and it was good. Oh, is that? I thought you had maybe you had some baby powder all over you, but it's funnel cake powder. Oh, do sugar. I have some more? Oh, hold on, I want to I want to eat that. I don't want to miss. <laughs> oh, oh, oh my God! I thought that part of your shirt was mm. white. But it's black under there. All right. Oh, it's delicious. <laughs> it's like seeing the giant uh, obese cat just licking it itself. And sw- well, if it was covered in powdered sugar, it, it would. would. I would. Listen, why does the dog? I, I did. Why does the dog lick <laughs> itself? Because it can. That's what. Isn't that what they say? Why do exactly. you climb Mount Everest? Because it's That's there. That's what they say, Cliff. Yeah. What they say, Cliff. We're moving on up our countdown. Move moving on, on up, up our, it. Our our big spring inspired countdown. Oh my god! The word, not the not the time of no, year. No, not the time and of year. This countdown is not affiliated with the spring season at all. So don't be fooled. Right, whole different. That'd be a whole different countdown. Although sometimes just because the word's in there, it might overlap a little uh, bit. Not, uh-oh. <laughs> no, I meant from before, from before. Uh, I know. I Listen, it's fine. It's fine. Calm your vetoes. I'm not, your I vetoes. told you I don't want to reach over there under the table. I but saw you reaching for them. I saw you reaching for no, them. I was trying to, yeah, Cliff, number yes, five. Go. No vetoes no, needed. No veto, no veto, Cliff, no number veto. Five. Yes, what is it? Something that I love. And 
You know I love to be clean. You know, cleanliness is next to holiness. Vito, you already did uh, spring cleaning. I love cleaning, and I love cleanliness. And one thing that I love, I, I grew up using this my entire life when I was a kid. I'm talking about the, the smell of Irish spring soap. Yeah. Does it? For, it does smell doesn't good. Doesn't it smell amazing? I love Irish spring. I always used it as a kid. And I really do. It, I'm being truthfully true that it does yeah. make this count. I knew you were laughing, but love it. I was, I was laughing because of your I love cleaning and I love cleanliness quote. Oh. <laughs> but it, that's when I thought, you know, we are different in many ways. <laughs> but I, oh, yeah, Irish Spring does. It does smell really good. Oh, it's one it. of those that has a signature scent. Uh, you know, I think they need to make a candle out of it. I would, I would burn it. I'd burn it. Uh, that's right. Well, how do you protest a candle? <laughs> if, you know, you can't burn it. Oh, I just got a new. I got to tell you about. I didn't. I've got a breaking news right here in the middle Uh-oh. of this. <gasps> I got a new candle from this candle company. It's called Magic Candle Company. And they make all these smells that are associated with Disney. Like, one smells like the Pirates of the Caribbean ride, and one smells like the Haunted Mansion ride. Can you take one guess at which one I got? The latter. The latter, Cliff. It smells like the Haunted Mansion. It's got hints of floral and spooky ghosts and and ectoplasm, I guess, is in there. But it smells like you're riding along in the Haunted Mansion. Uh, a little axle grease from the gears. Oh, and- it really takes me back. <laughs> Some farts from the people in the car in front of you. You know, I don't know how they formulate it, but they got it right. They got it right. That's all that's important, Kendall. That's what's important. The rightness of how they got it. Beware of hitchhiking ghosts, Cliff. I love it. And that was number five. Irish Spring Soap. Irish Spring. That means we're up to number four. Well, already. Number four, now this spring, and this, okay, this is another example. Remember how I was like, I I would have to believe it either way if God came down from heaven and said, you did or did not ride the Cars ride at Disneyland. Because I <laughs> feel like I did, but I, then again, maybe I didn't. This is why you can't trust witness testimony. No, you can't trust anybody. You can't trust me, folks. Who can you trust? I have a feeling (laughs) that when I was a kid, (laughs) I got a feeling (laughs) that when I was a kid, I for some (laughs) I think this happened. I think (laughs) that my grandfather. And I'm talking when I was really little, like under, like five or under or something. I think my grandfather had a pogo stick. And I feel as though I did not successfully pogo. So, I, you know, that's what makes the story believable is that I don't think I could even do it. <laughs> I believe it. And yeah. that's... Just even the possibility that maybe that happened. I know that he had some stilts that he made, and I remember those for sure, but I was older, so that's why that memory is firmer. 
Yeah. But I think that there's a chance that he had a pogo stick, and that what puts that what puts four on the list. The spring from a pogo stick. Oh, the pogo spring. Pogo Spring, that'd be a good name for a neighboring county of Radiator Springs. Pogo Springs. Yeah, it would. Um, I, um, do, do I, you like, um, you, do you I, like, you enjoy jumping on a pogo stick? <laughs> I don't. You enjoy the process of it. <laughs> I like the process. When I do it, I remind myself that it, that's what it's about, the process. But, <laughs> you know, no, I don't say that I have ever successfully done it. I don't know that I have. Oh, I, I know that I've done it. And I'll tell you, there's an equal amount of like, why am I doing this? With, I could fucking hurt myself extremely bad at any moment. Any moment. And so you're, you're living in terror that you're going to hurt yourself or that you already have hurt yourself because you're jumping up and down on a stick. And your body, especially at a certain age, isn't made for that anymore. No. So stay off the pogo stick in all accounts. and Because, you know, whenever they pop up on, like, America's Funniest Home Videos or something, you're like, oh, here goes some people getting hurt. Well, it seemed like something that at one time in America, everybody either everybody had one or everybody wanted one. It was one. a big pogo craze. There was a pogo craze. Bigger than hula hoops. I don't know, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody fact check that. That's from that. Little Shop. Oh, okay. Bigger than hula hoops. Oh, feed me. Feed me. Now that's starting to sound more like uh, us. Kendall, <laughs> I have to say very quickly, you know, it's I've just got to. Oh, boys, do you mind if we put some of these large stuffed animals in here? Mrs. Potter, 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 Churn, she's won so many from knocking down the milk bottles and shooting the paper ducks. <laughs> We've just. You just have to know how they work. I watched a whole YouTube video on before we left the house. Listen to it, y'all. Y'all are so tech savvy and, uh, you know, just. It's a marvel. And so are those for the... You putting those there for the kids for later? Oh, or dear, they have way too many toys. These are for the children of the orphanage. Oh, yes. And, you know, we're going to go back over there because Mrs. Potter, 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 Potter she is uh, having a winning streak, boys. Oh, just getting oh, started. <laughs> we just need to just set down all of our past winnings so we can win some more. Oh, it's for yes. the orphans, dear. You know, I, I, I may be having a good time, but it is ultimately for the orphans. <laughs> yes. Oh, sugar lump. Let's go. I'd love to see you win some of those frisbees over there at the frisbee booth. <laughs> well, I'd love to show you, dear. Let's go. <laughs> Oh, this, this, I think this like reminds them of their childhood or something. They're I, just having a blast. I thought I overheard them saying, you know, one of their first dates many years ago was to a carnival, probably here in Busheltown, for all we know. Well, she's just so competitive. I'm, I'm so glad she's doing it for such a good cause. Because, you know, a lot of times you just win those things. It's like, where are you going to put all these stuffed animals? But it's going to a good cause. Where are you going to put them? You just have to burn them. You're going to put them at the orphanage. That's where you're going to put them. Don't burn there them. There you go. Don't. Don't, guys. Don't. And that's what I would do is I would not burn them. That's Good. What would I do? Do, 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 do. Oh, what would I do? Do, 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 do,
Yeah. You're on your way to Me? go to the erotic bakery to get a spring half birthday cake for yours truly. Why? Because, oh. you know, it's, it's coming up upon my half birthday. Um, so when you walk in... I think we must get to my half birthday first, and so nobody's had one mention of it. Well, you know, just because we're not mentioning it, you know, you could be asking me questions about your half birthday, too. <laughs> but here we are. So, Cliff, you're on the way to the erotic bakery to get me a birthday cake. And uh, you, let's see, you got me all flustered where I was. Here we well, let's go. Uh, when you walk in, there's one cake left at the display case. Uh-oh. And some, someone else walks in the other door at the exact same time, and you both run for the counter, and the other person gets there first and begins to order the cake. Just then... An evil genie appears. And he said, forget about yeah. Kendall's cake. And you say, done. And then he says, "We will grant. I will grant you one wish. You can have whatever you want. And I mean, whatever. Mm. There, is a, there is a catch, of course. There's always a catch. Oh, always. You must give up something of great importance to you. And that's up to you. He says, what do you give up? And what do you get? What would you do, Cliff? What would you do? So basically, I'm no longer concerned about the cake. Is that he said? Forget about the cake, and you said it done. He said, and I did. You did. Right. You forgot about it. Well, you you I didn't, forgot. but he, he you did in the story. Well, I obviously did in here too. I forgot everything, the whole exchange with the evil genie, and then he killed you. But it's all coming back to me now. Well, you know, we all got to go sometime. <laughs> uh, what would I give up and what would I give? Kendall, I would not yeah. trust an evil genie. I wouldn't no. trust a thing. I would just give up something that not that important. Maybe, you know, a DVD or two that I have a updated version of. And so I've got extra copies. I'll give the genie the extra copies of the DVD. Like, you know, I've just upgraded my Back to the Future trilogy to the blu-ray and i don't really need the regular ray anymore i certainly don't need them taking up space on my shelf so maybe i'll give those to the genie and in exchange he'll give me give a me and i will in turn give a you <laughs> an italian accent an italiano crema cake for your birthday candle oh uh, well cliff that was so sweet of you to think of me to get a cake Unfortunately, he did say in the contract... Then I would shove your face in it, and I would say, you didn't even mention my half-birthday, Well, you? see, but unfortunately for you in the contract, it said you must give up something of extreme importance to you, regardless of how important the actual gift was. And so he smited you on the spot. No, I would never be smoking, because all DVDs... Uh, you know, like some some horrible people say, all <laughs> lives matter. I say all DVDs matter. Cliff, this is not the court of law. This is an evil genie. He does what he wants. He <laughs> does what he wants. Kendall, he does what he wants. All right. That's what, what would you, what would I do now? Well, it happens to be my half birthday. Oh, good. And, you know. Happy half birthday, Cliff. Of course, it doesn't impact you at all because you're I'll not thinking about it. i get you a cake. No, wrong. Kendall, Hollywood execs, <laughs> well, they've run out of ideas again. And they're scraping the bottom of the barrel. And they're asking Tell us something we don't know. you, Kendall, they're asking you for help on the next Scream sequel. They're looking for making Scream 7. and But, you know, they want a twist. They want it... You know, to be like a Freddy versus Jason or the aliens versus the predators. 
but not one of those, obviously, for obvious reasons. So you need to come up with a Copyright. good idea. Scream versus something. And if you come up with the idea quickly, they will give you $10 million and donate $10 million to the charity of your choice. What would you Well, I know that you won't accept the answer I want to give, which would be to that creativity takes time. And I would tell them I need to get with my co-writer and we would need a couple of writing sessions to figure out what that would be and how we'd go about it. But I know that you're going to press me for an answer right here on the spot. Uh, So so in in the in the course of just not fighting and giving in. Um, I would say that I would... They're not asking for a polished script. They're saying, Kendall, what do we do? Scream versus what is our next move? So that, And that's what I'm about to say. So it would be Scream versus, uh, like, I don't know how I'd categorize, categorize this, but basically, like, you would... Because I've got a whole marketing plan for it. Just stand by. Okay. So it's, like, in the movie... There, they go to like a theme park, and the the scream guys in a theme park. So it's kind of like, I don't know what that would be, Beverly Hills Cop, because they were in a theme park. I don't know, but they're at a theme park, like a Disney park or something. They're hold on, I'm 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 gonna, I'm getting somewhere with this. Okay. And so they they go on a murderous rampage of all these people at the theme park. It's gonna be great. But then the tie-in is that that then at, at like Halloween time they can have scream at a theme park and bring it there. It's cross promotion. <laughs> Done. That's that's how things work these days, Cliff. I'm selling big time over here. And the Hollywood execs pass. Kendall, the Hollywood execs pass because they just wanted Scream versus something else. And luckily, that's something else. Love the, the wrong answer. That is, uh, yeah, it is something else in, entirely. Well, I told you these things take time. Well, this should not take that much time for anybody, Kendall. I luckily was outside the door, and when I heard them all sit in stunned silence at your if They pitch. proclaimed as I drove out of sight. <laughs> yeah, as they were driving you from the boardroom, I stepped in, and I said, Scream versus Leprechaun. Then you got all the times of year, you got your own St. Patrick's Day. Now, there you go. That's why I said I would consult my co-writer, and I would have called you. You didn't give me five minutes to get my co-writer in the room. If you'd have told me you were at the door, my whole pitch would have went differently. Oh, my God. So, yes. But don't you think that would be fun? There's somebody in the screen mask, but then there's also the leprechaun is there. Yeah, but I still, I stick to that, Cliff. If I'd have known you in the door, I'd have turned around and said, Cliff, what do you think we should do? You're on the way to the erotic bakery to get me my half birthday cake. And you get there same time somebody else. You go rushing up to the counter. He gets there first. But then, guess what? An evil witch, a hideous, awful witch appears. And she says, forget about Kendall's cake. And you said, done. So then she says, unless you do something for me, I'm going to make a toe grow between each of your existing toes on both your feet. You have a total of 18 toes. Do the math. I did. Unless you can do something special for me. I need you to go across the Forbidden Forest to retrieve a special talisman for me. There will be lots of danger along the way. Oh, and when you get back, 
You will have to have sex with me, a hideous awful witch, as well. What do you do? No. You don't do it. I don't do it. And you were sm- smitened. <laughs> well, Kendall, y'all gotta get smitened sometime. But what an adventure that would have been what to go across adventure. the Forbidden Forest. Stories you would have had to tell on the show. No. Sorry. Just no. Just that's a no from me, dog. I would do it for the listeners. I would do it for the listeners. And then you, and you would have sex hit with the hideous, awful witch. Imagine the show stories we would have if I could explain what sex with a hideous, awful witch was like. Uh, it'd be the first person to ever explain it. You know, I think the CDC would shut us down. <laughs> if they haven't done it already, <laughs> they're never gonna. Kendall, let's say this. You're out one day. It happens to be my half birthday, but no one's mentioned it. And you find a magical door that leads to a magical drugstore, you know, like an Eckerd's. And what they have there, they have nine different pills that you can choose from. You get to choose three, which means you have to listen hard because I'm not repeating these a hundred times. Oh, God. You know, I hate (laughs) Kendall, you get to pick three of these pills. Some of them seem very obvious, so you're you know, feel free to shout out that one for sure if you hear it. Okay. Kendall, you could pick a pill to master three skills. You could pick a pill to eat without consequences. You could take a pill to stop one addiction. You could pick a pill to change one body part. You could pick a pill to meet your soulmate. You could pick one to make your pet live as long as you do. You get to pick a pill to become famous. Uh, pick a pill to erase two memories or pick a pill to get $500 a day for life. Uh, I'm going to go through them real quick here. So I'm picking three, right? Yes. Yes. All right. Yes. So I'm going to yes. go ahead and take off yes. meeting my soulmate because yes. I already met Susan. So romantic. I'm going to take off Erase Two Memories because I think all memories are important, even the bad ones. And you you forget so much anyway. (laughs) All my memories are already erasing day by day. (laughs) Two of them off the table already. Stop one addiction. Uh, My addiction, the only one I'd ever want to stop really is food. And that's going to come under the one of eat with no consequences, which ding, ding, ding is one of mine. I don't care how what I related to other things. Gotta have it. If I'm famous, I don't need $500 a day because I'm going to be getting lots of money. So, taking $500 a day off the table. Ooh, I don't know, Kendall. Lizzie Borden was famous, too. Yeah, but not not this kind of famous, if the one I'm oh, thinking. okay. So, I'm going to be famous. That's my second one. What was the three, like, learn, that be uh, proficient with three skills? Is that what you said? Master three skills. Yeah, I'll take that one. All right. We're very close. I, of course, also would take Eat Without Consequences. Yeah. I would alternatively take $500 a day for life uh-huh. instead of... I I do not need to be famous, especially if I get $500 a day. Then I don't uh, need $500 me, a day, though, either. 
I do. I don't need it, but but I don't need it. But I I would rather have that than be famous. If I could eat with no consequences, I don't it need anything. Say, well, see, that's 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 the thing with us. Yeah, all anything else is just a bonus. It all comes down. But it all comes down to this. Now, let me tell you this, though, Kino. Five hundred dollars a day for life does not also mean that you can't end up famous for being in a hit podcast because once you've mastered the three skills which i would also take you know it's like not that we haven't mastered it we have but we would master the skill maybe of forcing people to listen yeah selling it to for-profit prisons for people (laughs) who are in the hole they might have to listen to our show. Places we were meant to listen to. <laughs> right. So, but I think that's funny because also if I'm eating without consequences, all my body parts would sort of deflate, which is what I would want. So I wouldn't need to change just the one. See, it's it's very com- we can make a whole movie out of this. It's very complicated. You have to go through all the scenarios. But yeah, but really in the end it wasn't that complicated. <laughs> and that's what that's that's what the characters would learn in the movie. Well, See, it writes itself. All right, Cliff. It writes itself. One final the one. nine pills. One final one for me. Do, 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 do. Yes. All right. Cliff, it's someone's half birthday. Hint, hint, coming up. Oh. And you're on your way to the cake. And you're at the same time of another customer. You both run up to the counter. He gets there first, starts ordering the cake, and there's no other cakes in sight. What do you do? This time, you need to pay attention to Kindle's cake. Well, of course, I draw a quick... One of the, what do you call those things? It's like the devil symbol on the floor, and a um, pentagram. A pentagram. Yeah. And see, that's why you couldn't summon the devil that time because you drew a scale model of the Pentagon. In, and, but <laughs> well, you, I forget. I, shapes are hard for me. I know, but you, you know. Anyway, Kendall, this is not about your failures. I would draw a pentagram and summon the devil himself. And then Ooh. let him. It went straight to the bottom. Yeah, and I would say, devil's food cake, please. And then, you know, give him $5 and get a perfect cake for my half birthday that I would take to your house and eat in front of you for not knowing that it was my half birthday, you know, six weeks before. You know, if you weren't doing it out of such evil spite, he probably would have killed you for that. But he was like, I only am summoned when it's just out of pure meanness. And you're <laughs> yeah. like, well, I'm, this is a, and you're like, this is a vengeance cake. I knew he'd love He's it. like, well, then $5, please, for a vengeance cake. Oh, it would have cost a lot more if I was doing it out of love instead of It would have cost your soul if you were doing <laughs> right. it out of love. Anyway, Kendall, I've got one more for you. And it is not anybody's half birthday. It is... The birthday of our Lord, Christmas. It is Christmas Eve. It's a frosty Christmas Eve, and you go to sleep, and you know there's snows, flurries starting to fall outside, and the moon is the glow on the breast of the new fallen snow. Soon, soon (laughs) enough. After that, you're dreaming of sugar plums and. Uh, what's the other things that they dream of? Uh, uh, <laughs> sugar plums danced in their hands. Maybe just sugar plums. Let's, you're focusing on the sugar plums in this dream. 
And as you dream, you know, it's a beautiful frosty Christmas dream. And then you wake up and oh my God, somehow, we don't, we don't know how, you have woken up naked and afraid and alone, locked in a bank vault over the Christmas weekend. Kendall, what would you do? I'm not seeing a lot of options here, Cliff. <laughs> um, I guess I would draw a pentagram and I would summon the devil himself to come up and I would say, hey, I, I don't mean to bother you. I know you're a very busy man at this time of, of the year. Do you possibly know an evil genie that I could talk to? Because I would much rather deal with an evil genie. He's, what, he's the way to go. And Satan, of course, knows him. They're, they went to college together, and so he gives me his number, and I call the evil genie. He comes up, and I say, hey, I need out of this bank vault. It's a big old deal, and I need some clothes. And in return, he makes me do a lot of awful shit that I don't really want to talk about. But done. Done. And you're back home by breakfast on Christmas morning. I'm so glad somebody taught me how to draw a pentagram. <laughs> we won't ask what you drew it with, being there naked and afraid. It took me a couple <laughs> tries. The first time it was a pentagon. <laughs> oh, no. All right, Kendall, that's what you would do. And that brings a close to this round of WWID. That's just what we did. That's, that's just, just what, we, what we would do, guys. Don't blame us. Cliff, it's time for number three on our countdown. Oh, heavens above. What did I just say? Uh, spring, something about spring. The pogo, pogo stick. Spring. That's right. What a good one. Yes. Now, Cliff, I can't believe it's taken this long for anybody to mention this thing. I can't believe it's, it's spring already. <laughs> it's taken way too long to talk about something that is vital. Vital uh, for us. Vitality. I'm talking about good old, glorious, pure, clean spring water. <laughs> <laughs> Don't laugh at me. I'm you, laughing you know you with need to drink. you. Thank God, because you need to drink more spring water. You're <laughs> yes. dehydrated, Cliff. We're all we're all walking around dehydrated and angry all the time. Drink oh, more water. Yes. Yes. Why do we keep hurting each other and ourselves by just being so dehydrated? It's the human way. <sighs> Can't we be something else? You know, I understand why people want to watch those stupid Avatar movies, because it's like, why don't we just be another species? Well, technically, we've been dehydrating ourselves ever since we came out of the water on the land. So we're uh, just getting worse and worse every year. Every year gets worse. Saying we're just going to all turn to dust beings. Dust beings in the wind. That's all we'll be. Beings made out of dust. And until then, though, folks, number two. <laughs> this is something, you know, <laughs> we do have this quite often, you know. Some, we complain like anybody else, but I think we do have this a lot. It's something important to have. It goes along with sort of a adventurous spirit and, a, you know, a sly, knowing smile. And, 
you know, just a, a little bit, even though there may be clouds on the horizon, there's a silver, silver and gold, maybe, lining on those storm clouds. And when you live that way, you, like us, have a spring in your step. Kendall, having a spring in your step is number two. Uh, you Are you wearing those spring shoes from the 50s? <laughs> no. This is just where you are not light in the loafers, but light on your feet. <laughs> now, I wonder if that's where spring in your step came from, from those springy springs shoes. No, it's just being, you're walking and you're happy. You have a happy thought. You probably have a spring in your step without even thinking about it, especially when you spring on down Main Street, USA. I'm walking right down the middle of Main Street, USA. I love it. That's I'm springing all the way down. See? Now you're like, oh, I know the feeling. Now I get it. Now I get it. You get it. And you have a spring in your strip. You have a strip in your... (laughs) I have a strip in my string. You've got it, Kendall. You got it, kid. (laughs) And I'm here to tell you. We're going to make it after all. Well, whether we do or not, listeners, you'll be there. Yes, number one. What is it, Kendall? Oh, Cliff, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. Oh, God. Oh, my. You mentioned Springsteen earlier. I did. It was was a wonderful performer. You know, we we love Springsteen, but there is someone that is greater. That is greater, uh, and he may he may sit during his entire performance concert, but boy does he tear up those keys, Cliff. I'm talking about the one, the only, the great Billy Joel, who released the album Cold Spring Harbor. <laughs> oh, with which brought us the great. She's got a way about her. I don't know what it is. Oh, what a beautiful song. Don't you love that song? Is that the the best song from that album? It's it's one of the more notable songs. Well, what, what do you album? say yes. is the best song from that album? Well, no, it's probably the best one. Don't uh, be afraid to go with the deep and, cut, and not, Kendall. I've nocturnal. Nocturnal. Nocturnal emissions. <laughs> no, not nocturnal emissions. Uh, nocturnal was... Heals me. I don't know why it is. But I have to laugh when what else she is on it? Why Judy? Why? Why Judy? Why? 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 Do we, did Annie Lennox remake it? She just took out the Judy part. <laughs> She's like, you know, didn't care for the Judy part. Didn't care for the. Let's make it a little more accessible to all audiences. People who don't know a Judy. She comes to me when I'm but, down. Cliff, it still brought us. Probably one of the greatest. She's got a way about it. Don't you love that song? Uh, I can't say the last time I heard it. Oh, my now, God. Cold, that's the name of a harbor. What? It's the name of a harbor. Cold Cold Spring Harbor. Is that a real harbor somewhere? I think so, in New Jersey. Down on the Jersey Turnpike? On the Jersey Turnpike, you know. Oh, right down the street from where the boss, no doubt, grew up. Springsteen. Wasn't he from New Jersey as well? I think all those guys were, yeah. I have all of them. 
Elton John. They just all hang out together. From New no, not Elton John. No, he, he was he's from, from London. Oh. I thought he was from Connecticut. But now he lives in Atlanta. <gasps> he does? Yeah, can you believe it? He has a big compound in Atlanta. Well, I guess if you got a compound, it could be anywhere. Yeah, it was named after the hamlet in the town of Huntington, New York, located on Long Island Sound near Joel's hometown. Mm, I knew it had something to do with hamlet when I first heard it. And uh-huh. I think he cites that in the To Be or Not To Be to dock at Cold Springs Harbor or not. Uh, Doc. Docking Faith. He's got a way about him. Docking Faith. This show's got a way about it. I don't, don't know, know what, what it is. is. <laughs> Nobody knows Neither do our what it is. All right, Kendra, I've got to go over there. I do. I'm. It's about feeling. It's about feeling. It's all about feeling for us, Kendra. When you... It's such a good feeling to know you're alive. <sighs> if only... If only I knew. Kendall, I want to feel alive, even though it is scary. We're going to go over there. We're going to ride the Ferris wheel before we leave no, this carnival. No, I will not yes, be riding. You, you will not be getting yes, on the ferris wheel. Not that is a yes, tr- danger. We're Trap riding it. We're riding it in lights, and it is not Kendall, safe. We are riding it. Listen, some of these people. I know it's hard to believe, but I have seen fatter people than us get on there and get back off and live to tell the tale. So we're doing it. Chin up, Charlie. We're going to go. Spoiler alert. Yes. Not doing it. Spoiler alert. We're on the way there, listeners. We're Not happening. Spoiler alert. Walk in the other direction. This is Potter Potter Potter. Come and get his other arm. Oh, dear, it's going to be a wonderful trip around. But personally, but personally, I would have personally, I would have personally, I would have personally, I would have personally, but personally, 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 personally I'm laughing, 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 I'm Thank God, thank God, thank God. But personally, 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 personally,